Ladies and gentlemen, Graffiti Talk Radio. Grove, 
you know. So we had different clubs around the city that we used to go to and rap. Right. Okay. Yeah, and it was at uh one yeah. of those clubs. It was uh you and you you and LV and uh Magnolia Slum. Y'all had ended up y'all y'all had did a performance together, which inadvertently became a demo tape that was shopped around. Right. Right. Well, I'm not I'm I'm not sure if the tape was shot, you know what I'm saying? But the right. tape was a popular tape around New Orleans, you know, um uh, and and that's what uh got people to start listening to it, you know, really hard. You know, that's right. before it, it, it even hit the radio, you know. Uh it was still bubbling on the underground, you know. Right. So that tape that tape is uh it's kind of uh, what got it hot, you know. Right. So when, 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 why yeah. you, So while you were performing at those nightclubs, was it any uh, executives or managers, you know, in the clubs that was shopping around for talent that they have been looking at y'all? Well, you know, it it if there was, we didn't know about it, you know, but. That is the way that uh that I met Cash Money because they had they had uh a guy out there and he was recruiting and you know that's still my homie uh Ziggler the Wiggler uh you heard him on on a lot of uh Cash Money records uh talking on the front of him uh they call him Ziggy you know and that's mm-hmm. our boy but uh he was out in the club recruiting you know for Cash Money. And you know, me and him met up, and he he, he gave me Slim and Baby number, and uh, I wound up calling him, and then that's how we linked up. Oh, yeah, okay, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. so around that time mm-hmm. when uh, Cash Money, when Cash Money was new, it was a couple of other labels too that was around. Uh, Parkway Pumping, and you could correct me if I'm wrong on this one, but you had Parkway Pumping. Untouchable records and Tombstone. Well, was there some uh, uh, local labels that was, you know, had some putting some artists out there? Because I know Parkway Pumping was kind of, you know, that that stepping stone for a lot of those artists down there before they went on. With yeah, Parkway, uh, no limit. And... Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Parkway Pumping. Uh, you know, that's where Soldier Slim. You know, Magnolia Slim. Uh started from that was, you know that was their section of town and uh okay. the Craig you know Craig uh them who who was doing those beats from No Limit you know that's where all them guys started from beats by the pound and all that started from uh Parkway pumping you know right yeah yeah and so um when you when you had when you had signed the cash money they had another artist there, Kilo G. Uh, Kilo G, he was, what, 14, 15 at the time? Well, Kilo G, yeah, he was yeah. young. He he was young at the time. And, uh, yeah, he, he was the first artist signed to Cash Money. Uh, man, Kilo G was a big guy. You wouldn't, you wouldn't dare think he was that young. When you know, right. when you was in his presence, because he he Kilo G he was a big guy, you know. But uh, 
that was my man, and uh, man, he 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 spit that fire, you know. Right. Kilo G. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he, if 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 he, if he would have lived long enough, and people would have heard him, man, he he definitely he definitely would have got his uh his recognition in the game, you know. Right. Yeah, because yeah. I be I be yeah. schooling a lot of them youngsters on Kilo G, man. You know, because I said that uh. You know, when Cash Money had took off around 99, 2000, you know, they just knew about the hot boys. And I'm like, hey, you know, y'all think Cash Money knew, but Cash Money been around. And, you know, I started throwing names around. And, you know, these youngsters, man, and, you know, they, they wasn't they wouldn't trying to hear all that, man. They were just at the uh, the next business. At the the hottest the hottest act at the moment, you know, and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm like Kilo G, Lil Slim, PMW. I started throwing all these names around, and you know, they just wasn't trying to hear it, you know. But I, I was trying to give them that history lesson on Cash Money, you know. It was blood, sweat, and tears, you know. So right, yeah. So um, so with Kilo, uh, although he was the first rapper, you was the first one. Who was able to get a song play on the radio for Cash Money? So, uh, with that being said, with uh, with Kilo G, was he uh, a, a radio? Was he a radio rapper? You know, you know, like you was with was he look was he looked at as being like a radio rapper, or you know, he had that hardcore music that you could just play in the street. What what the thing was when when I met Cash Money and and they had Kilo G right. around that time uh, the Ghetto Boys was out in Scarface and uh, so that's what they was listening to a lot so if 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 you listen to Kilo G music it kind of had that 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 Scarface feel to it you know uh, and that's what they was listening to at that time you know. And when I came to Cash Money, you know, Bounce was getting hot. So that's that's you know what what, what differentiated us. Uh, you know, I was doing Bounce music, and Kilo was still doing his style of music, which was, was that 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 hardcore music. You know? Right. So so that's 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 why we got on the radio with the Bounce. Word, okay. Word, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. um yeah and and, what, and 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 another thing that a lot of people don't know that around you know they're doing them early days you know Manny Fresh and Mill X was in a group called uh, New York Incorporated well did, did they ever get to do the music did they get to record anything well, at that time well not back at the time when Manny Fresh was with Cash Money uh I'm not sure if he him and Mill X actually uh recorded any music. I, I haven't heard heard it. But okay. I'm pretty sure if if they was in a group together they did. But it's just that I haven't heard it, you know. But uh yeah, man it's fresh, you know, we all of us, you know, we we hit cash money about the same time. Right. Yeah, so um, yeah. man, how how was it? How was it working with Manny? You know, with the with his work ethic and the way he was putting production together. Right. Well, the thing about that was is when when I first met Cash Money, like I said, they they had Kilo G, but they had another 
producer that was doing Kilo G music is when I came to Cash Money that we met Manny Fresh. Right. And then, uh, we 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 recorded uh, the game is cold at Baby House in the kitchen. Right. And uh, that's 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 how it all started, and uh, then we got Bounce Slide Ride on the radio, and then that's what made us official as a label. You know, we we you know we just was Cash Money at the time, but once we got on the radio, we was official. You know. And you know, right. man, of course, he 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 speaks on that itself, you know. Yeah. So, so um, well, while y'all was recording, uh, the game is cold in uh in baby's kitchen. You know, what well, what was that process like, man? Did y'all have to uh, like set everything? How, how was the setup, man? You know, did y'all have to? Like put some eggshells on the wall, or you know, to make the better sound. Or... <laughs> how, how was y'all able to hook that up, no. man? <laughs> man, it, 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 you know what? It was funny. Uh, it was just raw, uh, man. And fresh, like I said back then, man. When it, it, this just was a dream for us, you know. Yeah. We didn't we didn't have much to work with, uh, right? You know, man. And fresh, he just had like a little. Uh, it was it was a little few track tape recorder and you know had a little mixer and a microphone you know and uh yeah he made a little beat with his little beat machine and you know that's that's you know where we started at we started from scratch we we, right. we really started this thing from scratch you know what I mean yeah right yeah, yeah. so um. Uh... So how how many how many units did uh did that album sell? The game is cold. Well, back at that time, you know, I mean, it wasn't it, it the 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 recording of the units wasn't being you you know it wasn't being told to us you know maybe they right. knew you know but it wasn't being told to us. That's how everything you know happened how it happened. You know, right. So, I I really couldn't say how many units that it sold. You know, because uh, I'm not sure if they even had barcodes on on the back of yeah. those uh, yeah. tapes, right? Cassette tapes back then. So, uh, cassette tapes and CDs, and I'm not sure if they had the barcodes on them to track it like that. You know, so uh, yeah. I couldn't say how many units it sold. You know, but I know. I know it, it. It did well. It did. It did very well, and it it really uh put us on our feet and made us right. solid as a label. You know? Right. Yeah. So when yeah. uh so between the the game is cold and uh thugging and plugging, you know you 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 started to evolve as a lyricist. You know because on that uh that first one, you know it it, it had that bounce feel on it, but like on uh thugging and plugging. And uh, and powder shop, it it, it kind of had that, that that West Coast feel to it. So, uh, what 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 was that evolution like, man? You know what just made you decide yeah. to just want yeah. to switch it up? Well, a lot of my influence, you know, 
I like I said, uh, and I said it, you know, in my documentary and other interviews, my my rap influence, you know, I I I, I used to like LL Cool J, you know, and yeah. then uh, I started listening to that West Coast music when when uh, Easy E Men came out, you know, N.W.A. And then came uh, Dre and Snoop Man, you know, and then got that influence listening to that. And then that's what me and Baby and Slim used to ride around listening to West Coast music, you know. And uh, Manny Fresh, he he was listening to it too. So that's, you know, that's what we was rapping off of, you know. And then, you know, we had Mr. Ivan at the time and uh, you know, Mr. Ivan, he 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 was a, a spitter, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was my boy right there, you know, and uh, he spit that flame. But uh, that's what we was listening to at the time. So that's that's how, it's, you know, I hear a lot of people say it sound kind of, you know, with the West Coast vibe, you know, because that's what right. we was listening to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because because yep. to me. You know, them, uh, your albums and uh, a couple of the albums that was on Big Boy at the time, you know, it, it had that G-Funk feel to it, too, you know, like with uh, G-Slim, that Foles, Deuces, and Trades, you know, when, uh, right, right. yeah, when that had dropped, you know, it, it, it just, you know, it had that feel, man, and, uh, and, and, and to me, you know, it was different, you know, because I was like, you know, at the time, New Orleans was known for the bounce music and uh and uh. And, for y'all to come out, you know, with that sound and, and that feel, you know, it, it was it just felt like a different avenue. It felt fresh to me, you know. Yeah, right. And, um, and I want to send a shout out to G Slim, all right, Peter G Slim, that four deuces and trades. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, did did you did you know G Slim personally? No, I didn't know G Slim personally, you know, just, you know, through the rap game, you know. But right. I, I ain't never met him personally or, or, or knew him. But, right. you know, Black Menace, Black Menace that was that used to rap with G Slim on Big Boy, them, you know, them some legendary rappers out my hood from out of Hollywood, right. you know. So Black Menace, they was tight with G Slim. But uh, that's who I looked up to. That's That's who who made me want to rap, and that was Black Black Menace, uh, J-Dog, and Threat, you know? Right. And uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure y'all heard of them, too. And uh, that's Holly Grove Legends right there. Right. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, and so you had brought in uh, Lil Wayne and, 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 uh, and Juvenile to uh, to Cash Money. You was the one that had, it, that had introduced them. But uh, before you had brought Lil Wayne, how how, how was how was Lil Wayne around the hood, man? Was he like your little typical typical kid? You know, Wayne, stop doing that before I get my switch. <laughs> right. Well, well, well. Before I get into that, uh, I want to say I ain't gonna say that I bought Juvenile to Cash Money. I'm gonna say right. that I introduced him to Baby. You know, okay. because yeah. I don't want, you know, these dudes to get these, these things mixed up and twisted up, you know, and, right, yeah. and you know, try to get at me the wrong way. But, the, you know, that's that's what I did. I introduced them to to uh to baby. That's it. One time, you know. Right. So 
eventually they made their way back around to each other. That's how that went. You know what I mean? But uh, right. as far as Wayne go, uh, Wayne, you know, he was he was a cool little kid. You know, he was a cool little kid. He, you know, hanging with the you know cats in the hood. You know, and they they brought him to me. And and when they brought him to me, you know, he rapped for me and everything. And I already, you know, it was, it, you know, what happened with that was it was, you know, I was already doing my thing. You know, really, you know, Wayne, you know, something stood out about Wayne, you know, first because he was small as hell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's just rapping his ass off. You know what I'm saying? So that there is is what made him stick out to me because, you know, they had a lot of cats in the hood coming up to me wanting to rap. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, but I but I actually took Wayne. I actually took <laughs> Wayne to baby and swim them, you know, because, like I said, it, it, it just was something in him. That uh, that I saw out of in the other uh, other little cats that was in the hood rapping, you know. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So um, when when did you, you know, when did things uh start to change? You know, leading up to you uh leaving Cash Money. Well. It it probably was uh probably was before uh thugging and plugging, you know. Uh we it it you know, I don't know how the other artists was, you know, about their business, you know, because of course we all had our own personal business with cash money, you know. So we didn't really talk about our business with each other. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Because we was all individual artists, you know. So, you know, you know me. I just felt like, damn, you know, we, you know, this before No Limit came on the scene, and you know, we moving these units. I mean, we, we, we got the whole southern region covered. You know yeah. what I mean? From at, at least Louisiana to Florida, you know, and uh. You know, it, it it just was like, hey man, you know what what the deal is, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So after you had left Cash Money, you know, you say you 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 really couldn't put no music out because you were still under contract with them. Uh, did it, did anybody try to, you know, come forward and say, you know, they did they ever try to break the contract? Did you? Uh, try to get around with any other labels, but you, you know, the the contract was the was the hold up. Did it? Did you try to break it? What? Well, well, back then, you know, back then at that time, I was still I was still young, you know. Right. And uh, uh, shit, big boy, big boy, partners in crime. You know, that was my partner. And, uh, you know, through all that cash money, because, you know, cash money and big boy and, you know, they had kind of a little thing going on, you know, but through all that partners in crime was my, was my partners, 
You know what I'm saying? And, you know, uh, around that time when I got ready, you know, to, to, you know, just say, you know, I'm I'm ready to do my thing, uh, they was trying to get me over the big boy, you know, but nothing never materialized with that over there, you know. And uh, I met Master P one time, and, uh, you know, me and him talked. We talked over the phone. And uh, shit, by that time, No Limit had them blew up so big, he, you know, he had to do his thing, you know. So, you know, and, and, you know, I, you know, really had a chance to get with him. But uh, like I said, I kept my head in the game and, and just kept doing my thing because I love music. Right. You know, so right. nothing wasn't going to stop me from doing music. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no. You know, it just, you know, looking back on uh, all of the artists, man, you know, Kilo G, Miss T, uh, Soldier Slim, you know, Magnolia Shorty, Film Daddy, Badass Yellow Boy. You know, a lot of these, a lot of them, you know, they deceased now, y'all, you know, was doing music around, you know, in that in, in that era. Though. So do you ever just look back and reflect? Like, you know, man, you know, I, I work with all these people here and they not here no more. Right. Man, I think about them every day, man. I think about them every day. Uh, Pimp Daddy, Mr. Ivan, uh, Yellow Boy, uh, yeah. you know, like, you know, like, yeah, I told y'all, you know, in the beginning, it was like a family, man. We ran tight, man. You know, yeah. when we when we hit the road, we, you know, when we had to stay in these towns that we didn't know nobody, it was just us, you know, and uh, we had to look out for each other, and, and, and it was a family, and uh, that's how we, 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 we had love for each other like that, you know. Yeah, and Tech from UNLV, that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? We we all in different places now, you know, and uh I ain't talked to him in a while, but we we, we know what we did. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh Miss T, you know, that's legendary. You know, this 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 lady is the first lady of Cash Money Records. These people out here think Nicki Minaj is is the only thing, you know, for Cash Money Records, but they need to know about Miss T. This lady, exactly. this lady laid down the groundwork for Cash Money Records as far as yeah. females. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm not understanding why it's not a, a Miss T and Nicki Minaj record because that's something that'll be historic, you know. And people ask, well, who Miss T is, and and you know. Nicki Minaj could present that that this the first lady of Cash Money Records. Right. You know what I'm saying? But people don't be thinking like that, but they be, you know, they be so into their own hype until, you know, they 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 don't want to thank the ones who made it possible for them. You yeah. know what I mean? And that just spitting the truth. They could call that what they want. I'm I'm just, you know, calling a spade a spade. Right. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, and you know, that that just that goes back to what I had said at first. You know, a lot of these, a lot of them, you know, you try to educate these youngsters on 
you know, the the ones who laid the ground were, you know, like these the people that came before your favorite artists, you know, I mean I mean, these the people who was here, these are the people that did this and did that, you know. Right. But uh Right. Well Yeah, but, well, but like you know like, Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, well we're just, you know, elaborating on what you what you're saying on that. Uh, you know, you have Drake out here, and you know Drake, he 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 praised Lil Wayne. He gave Lil Wayne all the praise in the world. You know, thank you for for doing what you did for me. Without you, it wouldn't be me. Drake put that out there, and he let the world know that. You yeah, know right. what I'm saying? You you know, Weezy he sent me a shout out on the internet. But what you think? How you think he should be handling it? You 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 think he you you think he uh handle it like he poster? And I'm asking you that. Nah, he ain't handling it right. Uh, well, see, I you you he was kind of breaking up. What what was the question? The question the 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 question was, I said Drake he he gives Wayne all the praise. For you know, giving him his chance in music, and he let the world right. know this. Right. And I and I asked you, do do you think Wayne do the same thing in the manner of what I did for him? Do you oh, think no. how you think he handling it? Nah, nah. I mean, I've seen a couple of uh, interviews where he said that you're about a man, but I mean, for as uh, and homage, like if he on stage or something, you know. At least say, you know, shout out to G Slow. Uh, you know, like or like doing the intermission at his shows or something. You know, he could say say, you know, hey, I was he could just tell a little short story, you know, how you invite him in or do a feature, you know, reach out to you, do a feature or something. You know, do a feature or have you, you know in the Yeah. And you know, and right. you know, like I said, I ain't I ain't, you know, by no means, I ain't campaigning for nothing because, you know, I'm Lil Slim. I do Lil Slim. You know what I'm saying? Word. Yeah, but word. that Just what you're saying, I, that just was a point that was being made. You know what I'm saying? Right. That just was a point that was being made. You know, I'm going to do Lil Slim regardless. But, uh, you know, that just was a point that was being made. But, you know, it it is what it is. Like I said, I, I keep my head in the game. And I stay focused, and uh, like I said, I'm I'm here, bro. Right, I'm here. So, so looking at the evolution of Cash Money over the years, you know, from when it started with uh with you and Kilo G, and you know, fast forwarding with uh Drake mm-hmm. and uh Dicky Minaj and everything that went in between, you know, how how do you how do you just you know feel about the label, you know, as the evolution as it's grown. Yeah, all the all the success that it attained. Well, it, the evolution of it, you know, looking at it from my standpoint, you know, we, we have to, you know, talk about how big this thing is here. You know, like you just said, you know, get your shout out on the stage or say something. Well, we, well, what we got to realize is this thing is big. We talking about, you know, we got people mansions. We talking uh, million dollar lifestyles here, you know what I'm saying? And right. um, 
that's the, that's the evolution of it, you know. And uh, you know, I feel like my actions years ago, you know, it got people living these lifestyles. Cause like I said, uh, Wayne, he he changed the whole course of music. Right. You know, he changed the course of music the way it went. You know, uh, from him being hot to to uh, getting Young Money hot. You know what I'm saying? And then producing Nicki and Drake. You know, and like I said, that changed the course of music. And like I said, uh, this thing is big. And you know we we got we 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 got people living big off this here, you know. And sometimes you know just to be real, which I feel like they got people living bigger than me off this here, you know what right. I'm saying? Now don't get me wrong, you know, I I'm in a good place in my life, you know what right. I'm saying? I mean right. I, I I don't travel, you know, catch me gambling in Vegas or. I might be in Lake Tahoe in the snow, you know. A lot of people can't say they do that, so I'm blessed on that note. But on the other hand, like I said, this thing is big, you know what I'm saying? And they got people that's living more well off than what I am. So that's the evolution of cash money, you know. All right. Yeah. It's so, big. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you say you still uh putting out music, you you got anything in the works right now? What you got going well, yeah, on? Well yeah, I, 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 I always Well, I always keep music on deck. Uh yeah. you know. Uh and you know, I, I keep my engineers on deck, you know, and uh I let them know when, when, when I'm ready to go record, we, we go in. You know. Um but other than that, uh, I have a book that I'm trying to uh, get published, uh, and it's called Lil Slim, you know, uh, and it's called Cash Money Outlaw, and it's going to detail my life and my experience on cash money records, you know. Okay. And a lot of people, they might ask me, well, why you call it, why you want to call it Cash Money Outlaw? Well, that's the way I feel, you right, know what I'm right. saying? Because much as I did for this label, they want to try to bury me like I ain't do nothing for it. You know what right. I'm saying? And ain't trying to handle me like like I supposed to be handled. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm I'm just doing me and, you know, like I say, stay focused in the game and keep my head into what I'm doing, you know? And right. get back to producing that little slim music, you know, and that's what yeah. it is. Right. Mhm. Yeah, I got a song on the radio now called "My Indian Suit," and it's picking up some steam. And it's a uh, theme uh, dedicated to the city, you know. Got the Mardi Gras feel to it, you know. Uh, you can find it on the internet, and uh, I, I I know you'll bump that, you know. All right. All right. Oh right. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Mama, you got something you want to ask me? Oh uh, yeah. Um, since they, since when you when you had put those albums out and they wasn't really, whatever, like uh, barcoded, 
there's no way, is there any way to maybe be able to, like, recover recover monies or, or whatever from those any anytime soon, like, through any kind of lawsuit or well, anything, or is that, un, you can't talk about that? Well, you know, it's it's deep, you know. I mean, you know, I've, I've been at that for years. Okay. You know, and, you know, the bigger, the bigger they got, you know, the more people ain't, you know, really won't, you know, get tied up with it because it, it is tied up. I mean, you see what Wayne going through now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, but, you know, of course he got the firepower. You know, he 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 got the firepower and he got the means to uh, put up this fight that he's putting up, you know, so hats off to him, you know, and I know he's going to get, I know he's going to get, they going to take care of him, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, uh, as far as my recovery, you know, that that's something, you know, is it, it, an ongoing thing, you know, and I just wish it's something, uh, Somehow, some way, you know, if you know you want to be men, let's be men and just sit down at the table and talk about what we got to talk about and do what we got to do, you know, because it ain't no beef. It ain't never has been no beef, you know. Right. It, it, yeah. It's a difference between beef and fuckery, you know yeah. what I'm saying? What we yeah. talking about is fuckery, you know. Beef is when people trying to hurt each other. You know, yeah, we ain't never yeah. try to hurt each other. There ain't no beef like that there. We need to sit down like men and handle business, you understand, because, you know, I still yeah. I still want mine just like Wayne want his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, and like I said, I, I, I done had interviews in the past where, you know, yeah, I might have been in my feelings, or whatever, but, uh, you know, it is what it is, you know, yeah. we need to get things right, you know? Yeah, right. exactly. So, between those three, those three albums that you did, is there some songs that still sitting on the table that you recorded that had never came out? With Cash Money, where well, everything I did with Cash Money, uh, came out on cash money. You know no, what I'm no, saying? no. What I'm saying, uh, like, did. did you have maybe, like, one or two songs that you did for, like, thugging and plugging that didn't make the album? Oh, no, no, no. Everything on thugging and plugging was there. It right. was there. And, I, you know, I did a lot of features on other albums that came out from there, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it was there, you know. I was just happy to have all them people on there, you know, Kilo G, Mr. Ivan, Pimp Daddy, you know, right, Pimp yeah. Daddy, he, you know, man, I just wish Pimp would would have would have been able to put more music out too, you know, because he was he man he was very talented, you know, right. yeah, yeah, Pimp Daddy. So look, do you have any Pimp Daddy stories, man? Oh man, pimp, man, pimp was a fool. Pimp, pimp was a live wire. 
you know. But we, uh, man, we had a lot of fun together, you know. We had a lot of fun together. Man, Pimp used to go around New Orleans and see our names spray painted in different neighborhoods, you know, because, <laughs> you, you know, we that was, you know, we was, we was popping. We was breaking them off something back then, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that was my man, that Pimp, man. That was my man. He right. got a son down there now named Lil Pimp and uh, Cheeky Black. You, y'all know Cheeky Black down there. Uh, shout out to Tiki Black, you know. Yeah. She, she do her thing. Yep. That's, oh, right. okay. that's, that's my folk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, thank you. You got something you want to ask? Um, well, I heard you earlier say that um, Rakim and LL were some of your favorite rappers that you listened to. Were there any more favorite rappers that you grew up on that, that influenced you? Well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm a hip hop kid, you know. Yeah. I, I, I just, 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 just love that melody, you know. Run DMC, you know, uh, Salt and Pepper, and all that. You know, them kids. They, you know, I don't know if they know too much about that, but that's what we like, you know. Oh yeah, and, uh, that, that's what I grew and, up and, on. And, <laughs> yeah, that's what. Right, <laughs> right, right, and you know, Pac. Then came Pac, you know, he changed yeah. the course of how rap went. And then, right. you know, the the music just evolved and evolved, you know. Right. And then I like, you know, some of the new things that's, that's going out uh, nowadays. Uh, the new artists from New Orleans, Young Greatness. I'm liking okay. Young Greatness. Yeah. Because you know, he's representing. And, um, you know, I'm happy because that's, that's that New Orleans. That's you know, right. Uh, Right. Yeah, that's that flavor. Right. And I want to thank y'all for having me on, you know. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you, you man. You, man. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, no doubt. There, no doubt. There, you, there you have it, everybody. Another uh, hip-hop backstory told by another hip-hop legend. Uh, you ain't hear, hear from us is because it didn't happen yet, you know. May old school hip-hop live forever. Peace. Peace. Peace.